0: Welcome to Down with the Dig. I'm Shella.
1: And I'm Matt. This is a podcast presented by the Ohio Laborers Union to keep you connected to your labor family. This is Down with the Dig. We have a very, very special guest today, uh, the executive producer of this podcast.
0: And not only is he the executive producer of the podcast, but he's the guy that all you members out there, when you get your neck flaps, your cooling towels, your sunblock, Guess where it comes from, Carl.
1: We'd like to welcome the TriFunds Field Coordinator for the Labors, Carl Jefferson. Hi, Matt. Hi, Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks for being here, Carl. This is kind of different for us. Carl's actually our executive producer, so we're going to get some insight from the big guy.
1: It's like interviewing the boss. (laughs) No, no boss here. Believe me. (laughs) So, Carl, we know a little bit about your background, but you've taken quite uh, a few different twists and turns in your career and still ended up the TriFunds Field Coordinator. So tell us a little bit about your journey and how you became the TriFunds Coordinator.
2: Well, thank you, Matt. Um, I started off in the public sector in the city of Cleveland working for Streets Department. Uh, I was there for about six and a half years and left with a dream and had an opportunity to work on a sitcom and a film. And, you know, young and dumb, that kind of didn't work out so well. So I came back home and I joined Local Labor's Local 310. As a laborer um, and still currently a member of 310. Um, I worked there as a steward in downtown Cleveland in the city uh, with multiple contractors and major projects. And uh, from there, I wound up getting involved with safety uh, on a large scale, so to say. And um, from there, I was asked to become a Tri Funds field coordinator, which I am still currently today.
1: And what does that mean? What is the Tri Funds field coordinator?
2: So TriFunds is uh, made up of three different funds, um, one being and Labor's Employers, Cooperation, Education, and Trust Fund. Um, the other would be a uh, Lionel Training, and Labor's Training, that is, and uh, Labor's Health and Safety, which is known as Labor's Health and Safety Fund. So the TriFunds bring uh, Labor's and Management together to you know, expand the market share, win projects and jobs. Um, it also enhances the health and safety, uh, keeping our members safe and, as well as contractors. So we all make it home at the end of the day and then enhances training. Uh, not only for today, but also for tomorrow in the future.
0: I am my nickname for Carl is the master multitasker because he does several things at once all the time. And so, Carl, talking about that, what are some of the tasks associated with being a TriFunds coordinator?
2: Heck, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what do they say? We don't know what Carl does, but he does it well. So, a little bit that. <laughs> that's
0: right. That's right.
2: Um, some of the tasks are, like I said, um, in the areas that I cover mainly, which is Ohio and Kentucky. Um, I'll even back up a second. So, I work for Ohio Valley and Southern States region. Uh, that's the area I cover, which is Ohio, Kentucky, Tennessee, and what we call the Southeast uh, SEC uh, district, like you would do in football that's all the SE states. There are actually two tri-funders in our region. We're the only one that has two. I primarily cover uh, Kentucky and Ohio um, and another tri-funder, Justin Hubley covers the South, meaning there's so many different locals spread out, he covers all that. We couldn't possibly cover it with one person, Uh, but Justin and I work very close and very much together on everything. Um, Some of the tasks that we have uh, is providing information, toolbox talks, uh, you name it, we do it, site safety and health programs, uh, COVID programs, silica uh, plans uh, for the contractors, ultimately everything and anything that, you know, takes care of things on the job and keeping members safe. Now, that's one side of it with the health and safety. The other side is obviously training. And uh, like I said, lessit which I mentioned before, in Ohio, we have executive uh, directors for Lessit and training also in uh, Kentucky. So I primarily focus on health and safety While why I'm talking about it so much. Um, I still work for all three funds, but I respectfully uh, support the executive directors in training and Um I'm still able to work on different projects and, and I report to them. But, you know, they're ultimately the uh, director of those funds in this area. So pretty much that's that's how we're structured. Um and, you know, some of the other tasks that we have going on there are um, reaching out to contractors, talking with them, making sure they understand who we are, what the funds can provide for them. Um, and ultimately, make sure everything is on the uh, good working side with the contractors uh, as well as taking care of our members.
0: So, Carl, I know through you, through the Labor's Health and Safety Fund in North America, our members can get products that help them stay safe you know, when they're outside in the elements, can you kind of tell us about that?
2: So sure, Sheila. Um, we have what's known as a SunSense program and especially during the hotter times of the year, uh, our members are outside working um, in extreme heat um, throughout North America. So we provide certain things known as Sun Sense, uh, from lip balms to neck protectors, it keeps your neck uh, from exposure of the sun to cooling cloths to help keep a person from getting uh, heat exhaustion, um, um, even down to tick removers, depending on where they're working. They could be working in a, uh, a forest or doing a pipeline or something like that, and, you know, they're they're exposed to a lot of things. Um, bug repellent, mosquitoes are out there, other different bugs. Um, so we, we provide all that for the members keep them safe.
0: I know they're always happy to get that stuff. And, you know, we're always getting asked from the business managers and, you know, others about those products. There's some really good things in that.
2: Yes, even the contractors are very excited about that. Um, You know, it really protects the member.
1: We talk often on this podcast about work zone safety, work site safety. But unfortunately, things happen on a work site. Um, Members get hurt or sometimes even lose their lives. And I know that the, the Labor's Health and Safety Fund in North America has a critical incident stress management program. Can you talk a little bit about that and how that steps in to help those members out that are on the job where they they may suffer an injury or, or witness something happening?
2: Everyone, you know, goes through a time in their life where they see something that affects them and may need help. Our critical incident stress management program and debriefing, um, we assist with that. Uh, talk about work zone intrusions where members have been struck and even killed. Uh, if you remember the Killian's Generating Plant that collapsed in um, Adams County in Ohio, uh, workers were trapped. Um, some died. Some didn't make it. You know, and they fully back um, have some problems with it. Well, what happens in those situations is the workers around them still must complete the job, so they are mentally affected and you know emotional. Um, mental part is huge in our industry. So we get with them and we provide service. One is a EAP, which is a, um, a blank.
1: employee assistance program. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Employees Assistance Program. Sorry about that. And Or a MAP, which is a member's assistance program. Um, and what that does is we provide counselors to come in and speak with those uh, members and help them along their way and prepare them to go back to work and you know be able to deal with the catastrophic vision or situation that they just came out of.
1: We've mentioned some of the things that directly impact the members or the employees, and it is an employee benefit, but you also have programs, don't you, for contractors that can, they can take advantage of some of the services you offer and, and and get some help with certain aspects of their jobs, correct?
2: Absolutely. Um, as I mentioned before, site safety and health plan. Um, we actually designed a site safety and health plan for those contractors uh, to keep them in compliance with uh, organizations like OSHA and NIOSH and making sure they're doing the right thing on the job. Um, you know, it's it's a piece that often contractors forget about um, on, on every scale from small to extremely large. Uh, they think they're in compliance, but when's the last time they checked it? So we make sure that there are aware of what's going on and we keep them in, in line. Like when the silica exposure changed, um, we worked with all of our contractors, reached out to all of them to make sure they understood it and make sure they had a written program in place. And as often we revisited that site safety and health plan for them and brought it up to date. The one key thing about ours is it's designed for the contractor for the type of work they do down to the tools. So it's not a fill in the blank type thing. It's a nice program. Others, we do site visits. We help develop the COVID uh, package, which covers COVID on a daily basis, pretty much, and keeps them up to date on the ever-changing coronavirus and how it's impacted everyone. So, you know, even down to the actual vaccines, there's we we cover that in magazines like Lifelines, and we put uh, information out on uh, podcasts like this and also on a YouTube channel, which Health and Safety has one. So... Yeah, we, we provide quite a few tools, and there's a plethora of them. I can go through a lot, but it would take up too much time.
0: <laughs> I noticed, too, that you offer wellness programs for, like, the members.
2: So in wellness, we make sure that we get information out to keep our members healthy, uh, whether it's a you know a publication or something we put out, like I said, or a podcast or uh, the television uh, network or something like that, where the members can uh, – you know, see exactly what the nutrition factor is and how to keep themselves safe that way. Um, you know, exercises and, and various things like that. Um, we, it's our promotions department that's in uh, Labor's Health and Safety Fund that provides that. And it. And it's just a lot of information there that we offer.
0: I know that you guys provide also like health fairs.
2: Yes, um, that's a unique one there. Um, for instance, if our contractor or even a, a member has an event, um Christmas party, uh, you know, something of that nature, um, office party, we can provide nurses and, uh, different items to check that your blood pressure and things like that. Uh, I'm a labor 24 plus years with three ten and six and a half with the uh, public sector. And you couldn't drag me to a doctor and many of my coworkers feel the same way, you know? So here's a way to check those, um, you know, you find out various things about yourself that you would not have known uh, unless you go to a doctor. Like I said, a lot of us don't go to a doctor. We promote and improve the general health and wellness of laborers and their families, you know, um, on and off the job. So it's a primary focus of the health promotions division. You know, this is something that we accomplish through a wide variety of services, uh, programs and initiatives that, you know, actually support the workers. And the goal is to keep a healthier and, you know, well-being of Lion's members.
0: And, and that also includes mental health.
2: Absolutely. Which is something that isn't talked about a lot. Um, it's hard to get someone to talk about mental health. I mean, you all work with me. You know, I'm crazy. I, but do I admit that? No, no. <laughs> so.
0: Well, for, for so many years, there's been such a stigma with having a mental health issue that it, it is. It's hard for a lot of people to talk about that.
2: There's a lot of mental health that goes on in you know everyday life I won't say just construction but everyday life and it's it's not addressed uh, mainly because of fear what what people may think of you and you know how you react and you know it's hard I want to say I talk about it since I've been in this position and understand it more you need to let it let it go let it out holding it yeah, in.
0: You do. And, and you know, we, the thing about it is we all, like you said, just in our everyday lives, we all go through things that, you know, sometimes you just need to talk about it. We'll keep it bottled up and then it will manifest itself into, you know, physical ailments or, you know, problems on the job. It's so it's it's good to know that we've got those programs and that we've got that help out there for our members.
2: Yes. Um, mental health is so important because a clear mind is a safer worker. When you're stressed, thinking about things that are bothering you, you're not focused. And that's 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 a huge part, is being able to be focused.
0: I know that you're affiliated with many organizations. Can you talk a little bit about how some of those are, you know, entwined with the labors?
2: I'm on the National Waterways Foundation, a Board of Trustees, and work with the Waterways Council Incorporated. Uh, why we're involved is because there's jobs, and that's the bottom line uh these locks and dams have to be built the rip the dredging so forth and so on and keeping the inland waterway system open which is very important vital to uh north america well actually to america in this case we work them we have to we have to keep them open it's also part of our homeland defense which a lot of people don't realize so having that system down could be detrimental to the united states some other areas that i'm working with is um U.S. Attorney General's Office, Uh, we're working there in different areas in Ohio, and that's with the Opioid and Heroin Task Force, and by no means are we law enforcement or getting into anything like that. We're involved for the purpose of information on how to assist. And we're also in the community. We assist in, in our members and our, our locals assist in programs in the community. And the only way we can do that is have firsthand information to know what the problem is, how to be able to handle it and you know move forward. So that's our main purpose of being there. i um, sure there's law enforcement there, but there's also doctors and owners of hospitals, uh, community activists, and so forth on trying to see what we can do to help with the problem of opioids and heroin. U.S. Water Alliance. Um, water Alliance is huge. Um, it's part of the infrastructure. And as last I heard in the report, it's uh, going to be a bipartisan. And don't hold me to that because, you know, that's what I heard so far. But um, it's happening uh, as far as the drinking water and wastewater. So that that's something that's major. And I'm involved with them and their committee and helping things that way. And another one is uh, ASTM, American uh, Society for Testing and Materials, uh, which is a standards organization. And what we're doing there is I sit on committees that help with uh, things in the area of what we're doing. And that is the future of labor and construction, whether it be drones and aviation to autonomous vehicles and robots down to exoskeletons. So um, that's the way of the future. And These are some of the organizations I sit on, and that's why.
1: And I know we've interviewed various people on this podcast from the Waterways Council and uh, a couple of different people about exoskeletons. So if you want any more information about that, go check out some of our previous podcasts. So what's your plans for 2021? Anything you want to accomplish this year? Sleep. (laughs) Lots of sleep.
0: (laughs) Vacation. (laughs) That's it.
2: I've been burning a candle at both ends, and my doctor says I'm starting to burn (laughs) in the middle now. So, you know. Uh break off from some of the things you're doing, slow down a little bit. Nah, I can't do that. I got to shift gears and go in overdrive. So um, yeah, 2021 is to figure out better ways to um, assist our locals, our business managers, our members, and our contractors. That means getting out more and more Um, since COVID, you know, things have been kind of on lockdown in a lot of areas. Uh, As we loosen the collar with COVID and everyone's getting vaccinated, I want to, approach them and get more ideas and better ways to assist them. Um, As COVID has, you know, taught us things, it brought us to a new era of digital. Uh, We're all communicating by Zoom or WebEx or something like that. Um, I think it's a better opportunity for us to communicate um, without so much travel. And then when we do travel, there's a means and a purpose for it.
1: Well, I don't think there's a website for TriFunds in general, correct? It's broken out into the three different funds. Each of those has their own website. Am I right?
2: Yes. Each one has their own website, but you do have my email. So that's my <laughs> website. No, I, I'm 24-7 too, by the way. Um, a lot of people don't understand that. And uh, some joke at it saying, how could you be 24-7? Well, we have workers that work yeah. around the clock. So when things happen, someone has to be there. And it looks like I'm the knucklehead that's there. No, I'm serious. Uh, on a serious note, um, I'm 24-7 for the members and, and the locals and the contractors.
0: And for those business managers, those members are their family. I mean, it's it's the same for them to get a call about a family member as it is one of these members. I mean, it's, it's heart-wrenching for them. And sometimes you're just in shock and, and you don't know where to turn. And, and that's the good thing about that our organization has you is that you're someplace that we can turn. And you can take the situation in control and tell us what to do,
2: you know. Yes. And it's a. It's a step by step process, you know, depending. But understand each one is different. So there's no set in stone program that you can follow. Um, we've entertained a couple of things and we were looking to release something and we still are. But um, it's not a step by step process in, in stone because each each um, situation is different. And how you handle it will be different. So you always have to take that into consideration. But mm. absolutely, um, you think you know it till it hits. You just don't know.
1: So really, the the title of coordinator fits you well because each fund exists on its own. It has its own structure, its own directors, its own staff. But you ne- you come in as kind of a coordinator and maybe fill in any gaps that may exist between them, or how to how to present all that material back down to the membership level and to the contractor level. Is that fair?
2: That's fair. And, and also the uh, local and Absolutely. the business manager, you know? Um, so that uh, that's well put. Um, if I'm not in the lead in a certain fund, uh, as I mentioned, there's an executive director. So I fall in line. I, I assist them. Being an extra tool of trade, so sort to of say, as it being me in this situation, that gives them that extra advantage. Oh, and an extra person that can uh, do things for them.
0: Yeah, because you do, you do have your, you have your hand in everything from, mm-hmm. from you know up the ladder, down the ladder.
2: Yes, and sometimes uh, being through the region, you hear other things and you deal with other things that that district council, say for instance, Ohio district council, may not have heard of. So you bring extra things to the table. And then we also coordinate very well. We have a TriFunds coordinator meeting monthly. So you hear about things that are happening throughout North America. And you're able to build that up, share your information with them. and They share their information with you. And in doing that, it creates a nice pool of information that can be used through, in my area, Kentucky and Ohio. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And I've been on that meeting before with you. And it it is. It's it's really interesting because you do. You get – tidbits of information and ideas from all throughout the whole United States and Canada.
2: Absolutely. Uh, The one thing that unfortunately is uh, a major piece that doesn't change much is work zone safety and work zone intrusion. Um, It's throughout North America, you know, it's, you hear the same things happening way too often.
0: I wish we could come up with with something that took all those injuries and all those deaths down to zero. It's just so hard.
2: It is. I mean, uh, you know, we, we work with different organizations like ATSA and, you know, all the DOTs. But the bottom line is it's about the worker. And, and I'd like to say something. I think we're making a mistake. in you know, some of the organizations talk about seasons, uh, construction season, as we get back to construction season. Well, construction season doesn't end. Uh, on, on heavy highway um, were you talking work zone safety well you have to understand that snow cloud driver you know, that works for the DOT that's his work zone or her work zone that's mm. still a work zone safety so when you're not slowing down moving over and giving them the right of way to do their job that's still a, a major work zone problem you know um, so don't just think that work zones are only from like starting now because the snow's leaving well at least in my area it hasn't but um, you know the weather's getting better and we're starting to put barrels out and things like that, that that's the only time you should pay attention. And often there's many uh, construction projects still going on throughout still the world. Still going
0: on. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So that, that's something that I think how we address that needs to change. And another part, and I know this is different in different areas, but you know, um, we're orange um, in our area, at least and, and many others, you're getting away from orange and or wearing high vis nice. green. Because yeah. orange represents a barrel. Um, so, you know, the worker looks like the barrel. I hate to say it. It looks like uh, the, the public doesn't pay that much attention to the barrels. They just fly by them. So if you're yeah. looking like a barrel, you, you're in more danger. Uh, green lets you know that that's a human. And you should be able yeah. to, you know, recognize that.
0: You know, everybody's so busy anymore. And, and I know being slowed down and all that. But I just wish that everybody could remember that they're out there. The reason they're out there is making the roads safer for you. And, you know, I know it's inconvenient, but you know, it's only going to be inconvenient for a little while. And then you got this safe road to drive. Then, and that you just need to remember that, you know, it's all of our responsibility to keep those men and women on that job site safe. And then of course us driving through, you know, we, 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 we're responsible for all of us to get through there safely and for all of us to get home safely.
2: People don't understand how valuable, um, these projects are. Not only are they working to keep roads safe, keep the public safe, our members safe, um, but like this infrastructure package is coming up, um, it's work. So what does it do for the community? What's the demographics that are coming in? You know, um, some workers are staying at the hotels and, and eating at the restaurants in that area that they're working at. That's boosting the economy. You know, it's yeah. not just about the work as far as the worker, it's also about everything.
1: Well, Carl, thank you so much for joining us today and filling us in on what TriFunds is and how valuable it is to our members.
0: And we thank you, Carl, for all the work you do and for the many hats you hold because it it means a lot to all of us and to our members.
2: Well, thank you for having me. And that's all you
1: got? Come on. (laughs) So I think it's safe to say Carl is doing a lot for our members. Oh, he sure
0: is. And, you know, we're all so appreciative of everything Carl does. And, you know, thanks to him, we're, we're now involved with Waterways Council, uh, ATSA, just lots of different things. So thank Absolutely. you, Carl, for that.
1: Yes, thank you so much, Carl. In the coming podcast, we're going to introduce you to more people that are working on your behalf and on all labor's behalf. Well, we'd like to hear from you if you have any questions for us or topics you'd like us to discuss send us an email at talk at downwiththedig.com.
0: And please continue to listen. You're making us one of the fastest-growing podcasts, and we really, really appreciate it.
1: Thanks for joining us today.
0: Be safe out there.
1: Well, now you're up to date. Views and comments expressed on this podcast may not be those of Ohio Labor's District Council or LIUNA. Thanks for listening, and let's be careful out there.